special and rare, just like the Norway. What does he do? Where does he dwell? He's the magical show sponsor. All right, Kathy, take in a deep breath with me. We're we're going into our new approach, our new perverted podcast approach. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take just take in a deep breath with me. This is this is how we do things now. Okay, I'll go with it. You know, we're all we're completely different now. We're just a completely different. This the show that you expected to be doing with me today. No, no, completely different. Yeah. Take a deep breath with me. Okay, ready. Uh- <laughs> God, we're, that was we're not awful. in good shape here, Boogie, <laughs> to be doing that. <laughs> okay, a more shallow breath, yeah. uh, just a little, just actual breathe. Let's just try just not dying right. throughout the episode. That's a good goal. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording naked as a turkey this Thanksgiving weekend from Creative Explorer's <laughs> living room. And I certainly hope Boogie is wearing clothes in his storage unit. I'm Kathy. <laughs> I am Count Boogie, and I like naked Kathy turkey. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Does he put the little thing in your butt to check your temperature? Oh, gross. So a little that pops <laughs> up and pops- goes, ready. <laughs> I'm ready for dick. <laughs> I'm ready for dick. You know, I think all women... It would be so much easier for men to know when we're supposed to approach for sex, you know, if women had that little pop up. Yeah, because guys could just stay on the couch with their remote playing their game on TV and whatever. And then they hear pop up. Got to pause. Got to go. Fuck fuck this pussy. And then I can get back to my game. Kathy, (laughs) we would make billions. Yes, we would. There would be so many billions to be made from this. You know, fuck the whole communication and anticipation and, you know, the the interaction where you find out what each other likes and who's in the mood and if there's a different mood. Because, of course, adapting to change isn't going to be my sexual topic for Potato Mayhem. But, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we could just avoid all that and just have a fucking little pop-up thing come out of the ass and say, fuck me, and this is how it's going to go. I like it. If we could get the patent on something like that, you'd be out of storage and perverted podcasts would be set and Church of Cock would take off. Kathy, that's the most visionary statement <laughs> in six years. I'm not a visionary. The most, optimistic, <laughs> the most optimistic and visionary fucking thing you have ever said. I'm going to go back and loop that <laughs> just to go, oh, my God. Kathy must have had good dick. It's the turkey that did it. I'm still a little high on all those chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. Did you have a lovely Thanksgiving? Did you get Thanksgiving dick? I ha- I haven't yet because I, I told my boss, I know I have Thursday, Friday off, but I'm taking an extra day off. I took Wednesday off. So I'm in the middle of a five-day you know, weekend, which I'm very happy about. And Nice. I just got here to Creative Explorers last night, and um, I was exhausted after two days of cooking. So 
I have not gotten the dick yet. I'm just very, I'm enjoying my, my time off right now. So you're just enjoying being naked and waiting. Yes. So then when Creative Explorer should be up in the next hour or so, and I will get a text from the bedroom because he's such a lazy <laughs> ass. He can't be bothered to call out my name. See, he... <laughs> Kathy! <laughs> no. Morning blowjob! It'll, it'll be a, a text that says, get in here, slave, and start sucking, and there I go. <laughs> See, he would buy the pop-up. <laughs> he would buy the pop-up. <laughs> Creative Explorer would buy the pop-up. Who do you think I had in mind when I pictured the dude sitting in front of the TV? <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably true. Yeah. Probably true. We all have to go from our own life experiences. Well, I'm glad that you have had so far a very relaxing weekend. My uh, little holiday thing was it was interesting. And I don't want to say that it wasn't wonderful because it was wonderful. I did finally get to touch somebody <gasps> and that said said somebody was mew <sighs> and i brought all the toys and the things and and we stayed on uh, on the boat and i was ready to go like i was like i had already pretty much you know you know storage showered and and whatever and then i got there and i was you know i was like you know just ready to go and shower and you know just you know go at it had all the toys and knives and hard anal and spankings and canes and i had all the things and i was just like Rah! and and now in the back of my mind kathy as a little pretext um i kind of know things are changing with mew because well that's just the nature of things yeah. uh things things change and we're going to talk about that a little bit so i knew to be kind of watchful of the changes that are happening between us. And, you know, she has other partners now. Um, right. I don't know how close she, I know with the one partner um, that she's no, she's known them longer than she's known me. Um, so I know they're very close. And then the, the new partner, um, I don't know. I know she's really fond of this guy and, and, and so I'm putting my head around all that. So I'm watching for whatever changes are going to come. But not really. I just want to fucking go in and, and violate. You know, right. I want to go in with my heat seeking missile and find myself some heat. So I go in <laughs> your and, you know, your ICBM, <laughs> my ICBM. Exactly. Just one of those good hundred million government <laughs> You know, job once. Actually, if it were an ICBM, that would be even better. That's an intercontinental ballistic missile. You could just fuck her from a great distance. Or I could just take my dick and fly to uh, Denmark ah. and fuck Wicked. Oh. Or I could take it to Iceland ah. and there's another hot chick out there that I've been lusting after. Ah. And, you know, I could just literally just... Press my little button. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Heat seeking missile, <laughs> intercontinental. <laughs> and I'd just be like, and hopefully you don't get visuals of flames shooting out of my ass while I fly across <laughs> like Superman. <laughs> but then I land and then I fuck women all over the world. Kathy, that would be cool. My God, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a turkey. You are literally, <laughs> you are literally like an idea machine today. <laughs> 
None of them what are any good this? to anybody. They're all strictly you, fantasy. No. But hey, <laughs> they're fucking amazing, amazing right. ideas. I Kathy, saw, it is re- it's time for you to get a job. It's time for you to get a new job. You're in that mode. Okay. This is it. You're Kathy. The mind's open. It's better paying job for Kathy time. I will definitely have a stab at it. Okay, I, I interrupted your story. Uh, story. Go ahead. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. All, right. it, all of a sudden, now I'm thinking about <laughs> arriving in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Is there a slut that needs a missile? Oh my god. Oh, it's going to get worse later in the show. Uh, so, I get in with Mew and of course it's huggy and kissy and oh daddy, I missed you and just a lot of longing. And I got another tip when she left cuz I guess the guy is a little kinky and so she told him, "Hey, I'm going to go see my daddy, so don't put any marks on me, blah blah blah." So obviously she's getting some sort of kink there. Right. So she comes in and normally, you know my normal thing, it's like, "Okay, hug, hi, no need for introductions. I know who you are, you know who I am. Get the fuck on your hands and knees and let's get to work." And so it was aggressive and she's just like, well, you know, just want to cuddle. And I'm just like, nope, I really don't want to cuddle. <laughs> I haven't touched anyone since July. I am ready to <laughs> use somebody right now. Be a slut. So I start and usually that really turns her on because it's real rapey and, you know, that role play and CNC and that's what she's into. Right. So I start with all that. And I'm grabbing and I'm fucking her. The first sign I know things are changing is I grab the Hitachi that I brought. We plug it in and I hand it to her. She starts using it and I'm fucking her and fucking her. And you know Mew. When Mew's in the zone, she can come three times in a minute, you know. Right. She's just not, she's not coming and I'm talking dirty and and we're doing the things and I'm sensing the changes. You know, what I didn't see is it's a boat, right? So there's little window hatches that open up to the outside. And I didn't see this was her mom's boyfriend's boat. He owns a few different boats and charters them and they weren't using it. So they're all go use that boat in the little mirror hatch thing that goes to the I forget. He's like a rebel, like a Latin rebel guy. um, That's like a really famous. There was a sticker of his head. Just his head uh, staring off uh, into the distance, whoa. you know, an animated head, you know, and it was right on that hatch. And I didn't realize Mew's on her back and she's staring at it. Uh, and, she, and she, so it's kind of distracting her and she's getting out of her zone. We named him Raul because I couldn't remember what his name was. He was like a big militia guy. Uh, uh, and, and and it was funny, you know, because he was watching over us the whole weekend, but she was distracted and I stopped. And I'm like, you're distracted. And she's like, actually, you know, I just want my dolphin vibrator, which is where I knew things had started to change. Uh The dolphin is literally this thing I got on eBay, like as a joke, because it's a little teeny, like little a battery powered vibrator. That's like a quarter of the intensity of the Hitachi, which was her life for years and years and years. And so I'm like, okay, well, go get that. And she got that and kept going. And it just wasn't happening. I turned her over. You know, I brought her into other rooms. You know, I'm just fucking her all over the place. And it just wasn't happening Mm. for her. You know, it was like, it was nice, but it wasn't. I pulled her, you know, I pulled out and, you know, I I grabbed a cane and, and I made her stand still and put her elbows on the table. And she went with everything. And, you know, I gave her cane swats and it just wasn't getting there. Right. 
And so I just said, well, we're just, you know, let's just wait until later, you know, and just, you know, pick it up again. And I'm not going to, you know, why force it if it's not if it's not there. Put her pajama pants back on. And she's like, you know, actually, I kind of just wanted to cuddle. Mm. And I and I went. Mm. And of course, the daddy in me is like, okay, let's let's cuddle, you know. So we oh. cuddle, and you know, but it was like sweet. And she's like, I missed you so much, and blah blah blah, and I love you, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, that's you know, nice, yeah. <laughs> so it was good, and it was sweet. And then of course, you know, I went and got all cleaned up again, and and then I came out. We were cuddling, and she's like, I I don't know, I'm just kind of like more vanilla now and i just don't get it you know whatever so of course we just talked shit about that for the whole weekend wow uh, the day that we spent together and and it worked out you know like you know we're laying there and we cuddle and then she you know gets kissy and so you know we start kind of kissing and that gets her kind of turned on and then my you know my cock gets hard and she's like eh? and i'm like fuck yeah and so a little mouth raping you know goes a long way making her gag <laughs> it goes a long way kathy Kind of brought her back to the zone, you know, right. just raped her mouth for five minutes until she gagged and cried and and uh, and coughed for a few. And then, of course, she got turned on and she's like, can I get on top of it? And I'm like, yes, you can. And so then it worked out. She had a few orgasms. And I mean, it was it was a lovely weekend. You buried the lead, man. She had a few orgasms. Huh? <laughs> That's pretty good. What? You buried the lead. Well, I mean. <laughs> The orgasms are nice, but the intensity, we did no knife play. We did no play after that. Oh. Um, you know, there was some cuddling. I mean, she wanted her anal. So, of course, you know, that was nice. You know, I mean, she was a little out of the game. So it wasn't like hard rammy, whatever. It was just like halfway in and out and in and out. And right. so she had a good orgasm with that. So she had four. And then it was really she had to study. So it was just, you know, kissy and cuddly. And then, you know, it got almost a little emotional. At one point, at one point, it did get very emotional for her because she loves to torment me and my fat. Okay. <laughs> she likes to shake my fat belly. And then I over exaggerate how she's killing me and it's going to make me poop and, oh, you know, and just all these yes. things because you could feel it in your throat when she does it a certain way. And it makes her laugh so hard, Kathy. She almost pees. She can't breathe. She it's I don't know the sadism in her, right. what it does. And my and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to poop all over Raul, you know, the sticker up top. And because <laughs> uh, we talked to him for the rest of the day. Of course. So she's she's laughing so hard, Kathy, that she starts crying, like crying, getting emotional right. and crying and like. And I'm assuming that it's like she misses this part of our relationship. Yeah kind of thing and that's then she kind of starts saying that and so it was very there's a lot of sweetness and a lot of love and there was some pretty good sex mm -hmm. and the rest i was like the next day i'm like okay well let's you know let's i want to tie you up and do some stuff and she's like you know really i just can we just cuddle before you leave because i was literally there 24 hours right and and so i'm like okay pumpkin let's just cuddle because i don't want to if someone's not into it, you know, obviously we see what happens when you try to force it. Right. So it was interesting. Wow. So it was interesting. But that was a, a you you knew that that was going to happen with so not that thing specifically, but you knew something was going to happen given the amount of time you guys had been apart 
and not only that, but how how different her life is now, how her schedule has changed, how everything has changed. So sure. given all of that, that's actually a really good uh, you know, get together. I agree with you. I agree with you. And there was nothing that was not lovely about it. I cooked her lots of you know, all her meals. So I got to do the daddy thing. Right. But I think I was at the end, you know, I'm like, okay, so now who do I fucking rape? Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> who, where do I, you know, where do I, I'm like. Launch that ICBM. <laughs> well, that's, that's why you have the other partners, right. you know. And so it was weird. It was a little weird. And we talked about it. And, and then, you know, just that it's okay because it's been so long and the change and adapting. And we're very good communicators. But, yeah, I was I was hoping for a little more cray-cray. But the mouth raping and anal was good. It was good. Mm. There was nothing bad with it. Oh, well, I'm glad I'm glad she's doing good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. I'm, uh, so that's really great. When, is she going to come be coming out regularly or is, was this just the one-off? Well, she'll be out in December and then we'll have more time. And I'm assuming if we had more than just a day. I think she just really needed daddy time. And, and so that's what her objective was yeah that's actually true you know what if you consider where she's coming from where it's a highly stressful and demanding environment and you're her her you know port of calm in all of this so that would make sense that she wants daddy and cuddling and and all of that it makes sense but i had to remind her that i had spent four days prior purging and shoving down all of my mental illness hate and misery so i could not say any of that to her because we only had 24 hours you know what i've heard other other people say very similar things when they're either in long distance relationships or they only see each other once every few weeks or a few months that they make a pact to spend that time uh positively and productively and 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 a result of that is that you you don't always share all that stuff that you normally would because you're trying to to make it a good experience so that's that's tough Red Pipe helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Uh, this week we have a post called Jumped In and Started to Drown by Lady DV. Well, it's either Lady DV or Lady Dev. Maybe that's her name. Uh, But she's absolutely lovely. I had a few email uh, exchanges with her. She's a very nice lady. And here's what she says. She says, yep, that's what I did. Impulsivity took control and I was loving it. All the loves on my photos made me take more and more with less and less. I felt liberated. I was warned by several people to take it slow and I said I am, but I wasn't. I was hooked on being naughty. I jumped in. The fantasy I created of the lifestyle clouded the reality. Messages coming in with vile and vulgar content, I started to feel weighted. Messages coming in with no substance, I felt heavy. Messages from people who didn't read anything about me, I couldn't see the surface. I met a person that I full well knew I shouldn't. I started to drown. How did I get here, needing a life preserver in such a short time? I dove too deep and I lost track of the surface. Fet life was intoxicating. The attention was addicting. So I'm currently in my life preserver, really taking some time to research and learn. But I kept returning to the same question. How do I find my people? 
Last night, it dawned on me. If you want to be treated like a lady, fucking act like one, moron. So I started deleting photos and I norm- that I normally only send to a partner, and that sense of liberation returned. I'm finding the balance that makes me happy. A lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. That's the motto, and that's what I forgot when I let impulsivity take control. Thanks for the life preserver, ladies. I'm going to tread here for a while. Goddamn bravo, bravo, and sad, sad, bravo, bravo, sad, sad, bravo, bravo. Yes, you know, when, when I was emailing with her, she said, yeah, sure, no problem. Go ahead, use my post. I can't wait to hear what you guys say. Um, you know, bracing myself in case it's a roast. And I said, oh, you know, <laughs> we don't do that, first of all. We may have our opinions that don't agree with the posters, but we don't roast people. But I said, I, I'll tell you, I chose your post because... We don't often hear when uh, posts of people who are that forthcoming and that honest about how hard they fall when they rush in to FetLife or to Kink or, or into the community and don't think before they take action. And yours was a, a, a refreshing honesty that I think people need, need to hear. The, the most mature and level-headed person among us has had this happen to them. It doesn't matter how great we think we are. We dive in head first and it's, it's understandable. You're, you felt closeted all your life, lives that part of you, you never let out. And and suddenly there is fucking Disneyland of kink and you go crazy. So I totally get it. And I say brava to her for, for putting it out there for everybody to read. I was the, the Bravo part. Absolutely agree with you. Um, the fact that we need that kind of transparency and honesty to where you're like, God, I wish 10,000 people could see that post before they start doing things on FetLife when they're all excited. I like the fact that she used the word drowning and that I dove in and, you know, the whole, uh, you know, it's kind of like, being a diver and forgetting your dive gear and you go down and you just have a little mask and all of a sudden you can see, Oh my God, I just discovered Atlantis. Oh my God, look at that. And you keep swimming down and you keep swimming down and you have forgot that you only have a certain amount of oxygen in your lungs before. If you don't turn back, you will drown. Yep. And we see this because that's what it is. You know, the kinky lifestyle, especially for some of us that were maybe more repressed or, you know, had these religious, you know, taboos put in our heads. Discovering the kinky lifestyle is the lost world of Atlantis. It's Shangri fucking law. Yeah. But it is underwater because there is risks. And if you don't swim to Atlantis with the correct gear, you will drown. We hear this all the time. And that's what's sad because I made mistakes. You made mistakes. I mean, it is so normal to make mistakes. And, and no matter how hard you kind of put things out there, like there are in the groups, you can, you can see stories like this where people are like, here's some of the things I did. And some of the things she said were incredibly validating to things that we've been talking about recently, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll get to in a minute. But it's kind of like, like, I really wish FetLife had an orientation, like an optional orientation. You remember, like, we used to have a threshold? Yeah. 
because that orientation that we taught at Threshold, for better or for worse, really did give some good preparation to people about some of the things to watch, not just the etiquette in the dungeon, but also some things, hey, this is normal and it's exciting to do these things, but there there is equipment that you need so you don't drown. Yeah. And I think so many people drown and, and a lot of people drown. Like, fortunately, um, and here's another good springboard to her metaphor. Fortunately, this poster was pretty good at holding her breath. Mm-hmm. So she was able to get in trouble, realize that she's going to have to struggle to get back to the surface to breathe. And then she was able to collect herself and go, oh, yeah, I need a tank and a rebreather and, you know, some fins and and maybe a buddy to swim down there with. And that little meter thing that tells you, you know, how deep you are and when you have to rest so you don't get the bends and, you know, all that shit. I don't know why I just jumped into a whole scuba diving thing. I know nothing well, you, about fucking you're in keeping you're trying to keep, keep with the metaphor of the drowning. So I appreciate trying that. to keep. Oh, OK. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm trying to stay on trying to stay on track. <laughs> But she was able to, she had better lungs and some people can hold their breath a little bit longer, but ultimately everyone's going to need to breathe. And she was able to navigate that. And I know people like myself, like a lot of people that maybe had a shaky, some did some things in the start that they're like, what the hell is this? I don't get this. And went and got the better equipment and learned things and then was able to go and more freely explore Atlantis without uh, and navigate away from the dangers. But a lot of people don't have good lungs and they drowned real quick and they die and they leave and they don't ever come back. Right. And you've seen them by the dozens and I've seen them by the dozens. It's sad. And it, it's awful because now for the rest of their fucking life, they're going to look back on this experience and they're going to say, oh, yeah, I thought that was I was all about that. But no, I'm not. But they're still going to have those desires. They're still going to have those thoughts. But now they're going to be conflicted because it's going to be associated with drowning. I just. Ah, God, I wish that. Yeah, I wish that we could really get everybody who wants to um, dive into King to have that at least. That first experience, a positive orientation. That would be great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This, I don't know. I know it's been so long since I joined FetLife, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're like, hey, here's some things. Because it's like everyone says, like you and I say the same thing. Oh, get into the groups. But I remember when I went to uh, FetLife, I had never been in groups on other social media. So I didn't understand what groups were. Right. And somebody's like, oh, you should get in the groups. You'll learn a lot of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because I kept thinking like forums or chat rooms. Right. I didn't know the groups were what they were, where they're groups of people that are interested in that specific type of kink or that dynamic or that relationship. And so I didn't understand that that is where you can get a lot of knowledge. You can get a lot of shitty knowledge, but you can get a lot of really, really good knowledge. I've learned a lot of stuff in the groups, but I didn't know. When I started. Right. So I don't know if they have like a little thing. I mean, 
if someone's joined FetLife recently, do they have something? Maybe I need to contact some people over there <laughs> and see what they have because I'm in a mood now. Are you in a mood? I'm in a mood. <laughs> I don't want to see people drown. I think they're, I, I don't think it's hard to put together an optional list. Like when you joined FetLife, when you start a profile, that you get that welcome letter. And I remember getting that. And you get that letter and it's like, hey, if you're new, here's some great things to know to kind of navigate, you know, the the, the danger, you know, the good and the bad, you know, right? kind of thing. Have a lot of fun. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Because I got two other things that I was going to point out about the post, but I was going to take a breath. Oh. But I'm oxygen tank. <laughs> take a breath, Boogie. Get some oxygen in your lungs. <laughs> I'm really hyped up today because you're hyped up and you're all fucking great ideas and shit. So I'm like, I got to compete with the gas. Great ideas. ICBMs so that you could shoot your dick across the country is not a great idea. <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. And the turkey popper out of your ass for ready for sex. Oh, my God. That, that is that epic. Was, oh, okay. That was you, That's I think. Einstein level shit. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson would be like, Kathy, I'd like to talk to you about that turkey popper thing, and maybe we can engineer something <laughs> Oh my god! using just, some astrophysics. I just got this image in my head. What if that actually happened? And I got a, I got a phone call one day, and I'm like, uh, who's that? And it's Neil deGrasse Tyson going, Kathy, I listened to your podcast. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's all, I want to see that thing pop out of your ass, you know, purely for scientific purposes. <laughs> Let's make that happen. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Oh, yeah. All righty. Dr. Keku. There's a bunch of cool ones out there I love. <laughs> okay. Anything to add on this? No, that's it. I got nothing. Okay. Well, then I do have two points. Okay. Okay. Last point. She mentioned at the end, you know, where she had her discovery about, hey, you know, duh, if you want to be treated like a lady, act like a lady, which we just literally did a whole thing on like a few weeks ago. Where it says, you know, if you put yourself out there as a complete sex object, everyone's going to treat you like a sex object. That, I thought, was very validating. The other thing, and I've never talked about this on the, close, uh, on the show, because it sounds like I'm dogging on literally tens of thousands of women. But I am. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to take that risk. Because she mentioned it. If you look as a pervert, as a pervert guy, I go when I look, okay, there's cute girl. Let's go see. Now, then at the top of the pictures, it's all here's the dildo up my ass and my butt plug and, you know, all the thing. And here's me sucking my my boyfriend's cock and his cum on my face. And I go, let's see the progression. And I scroll down because it goes from most current to the oldest photo. And it is like, it's almost like punching a clock, Kathy. Here's the current picture of you sucking cock and come on your face. And you go all the way down, hundreds of pictures to the bottom. And it's like them in a sweater and jeans, you know, like maybe they're in a negligee. And, and then you start going up. From like all of the fully clothed pictures. And then you can see where that validation was kicking in. Mm -hmm. Where that she that the poster talks about. Like, oh my God, it was intoxicating. 
because they start valid. Oh, my God, you're very sexy. I'd love to see a little bit more. Oh, you're sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can imagine your ass is so awesome. Oh, my God. That would be so great. I do so many great things to you. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to show my ass. And all of a sudden, oh, now a nipple comes out five pictures later, you know, and you just see that progression. And I think it's really important to identify that because I've seen it in because I'm a pervert. I look at a lot of I've looked at a lot of profiles. Sure. I've seen this progression literally hundreds of times. And you can see that intoxicating level of validation. And then it gets to the point to where now it's the dick sucking pictures and the comments are all just vulgar. It's just guys jerking off and talking about what they would would do to you. And so it's interesting that she talked about the intoxication of that validation and how it literally just builds on top of itself Mm -hmm. to where you are all of a sudden you're you're more into the validation than you are finding, you know, uh, whatever you're looking for, unless unless the validation is what you're looking for. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I never talked about that because it sounds like, you know, because for me, it's funny. And I'm like, okay, here's where, where'd she get, where all of a sudden, you know, here's the non-clothed pics and the validation probably started taking a dip. And so then they're like, oh, well, I got to show a little bit more if I want to keep my little high. Right. And then, and it increased from there. I'm sure that's not the case every time, but you know, did I say that? What, what did you just say? Nothing. Did you just say that? No. Stuff we need to tell you about. podcast news. Okay, Kathy, uh-huh. this is the big thing you've been waiting oh for. Oh my, I have? The big secret. The big secret. <laughs> ah, yes, okay, you have. Okay. Just just fucking, just play along. Oh, yay, oh, yay. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, the big, the big, big thing. Now then, if you noticed in the beginning of the show, all those minutes ago, uh-huh. when I did my little intro thing, yes. that I had changed up something. Uh-oh. You you didn't even notice that? Yeah, you you changed the opening. Like the last uh, few words were different. That's right. Ah, I said, ah. "Welcome to th- look at that. You get <laughs> saved." <laughs> You're all, I sort of listened while I was wrapping my gum in a wrapper and adjusting my labia. God damn That's it! True. Waiting for that morning dick text to come. Um, yeah, so. A lot has changed. Not a lot is going to change about the show except how I look at it in my mind. Last week's show where we got very into your mental illness issues around food mm-hmm. and the monster is nothing new. We, we do, we've had those types of discussions on the show many, many times oh, yeah. where it's not about kink. It's not about BDSM. But obviously, the healthier we are as individuals in dealing with all of our monsters and obstacles mentally, obviously, that is going to make our kinky relationships and eventually our kinky sex better because we're going to be better about ourselves. We're going to be more confident in ourselves. We're going to be better self-advocates in our negotiations. We're going to actually be able to explore things and take bigger risks because we're healthier in our minds. Right. That's been kind of what we do on the show this whole time. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But I have looked at it a little differently. I have treated the mental illness discussions kind of as a sidebar 
And I've kind of been like, well, yeah, we talk about a lot of those things and I think it's important. And surely yours and my fucked up lives help people deal with their fucked up parts of their lives. But I've kind of always been like, okay, well, there's a certain we got to get back to the kink. We got to get back to the kink. And because that's how I present the show in all of our websites and advertising and FetLife groups and things of that nature. So we got an email and I think I told you, I think I told the listeners about this. We got an email from somebody far away. I forget where it was from. And they said, oh, when I first heard the show, I was like, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? Uh, their normal, I actually whatever have lives. that email to read later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a great, it's a great email. Okay. Well, we'll read that. Right. Well, well, then, well, then let, uh, I guess this is now a perverted mailbox <laughs> and whatever. Just read it. Okay. It was from uh, Jonas who said, I wanted to say hi and let you know that I really disliked the first show I listened to. <laughs> What the fuck was I listening to? I wasn't very happy with learning something for five minutes and then spending the next 55 minutes listening to your banter and the potato mayhem. Then after listening to a second show or so, I learned to absolutely love it. The ratio of education that you provide uh, to you guys having fun is probably about 50-50, and I'm glad you're having fun while making the show. And I've learned to love everything about it as I've gotten to know your characters. I'm a rather down-to-earth, kind of serious guy, yet your show makes me randomly laugh on the streets more often <laughs> than I care to admit. You've helped me in entering the lifestyle as much as as someone who practices safety, consent, and communication. Thank you so much. It was a great letter. Yes. It was a really great letter, but it validated something that I had thought this entire 280-something episodes to that point. Uh-huh. And that is, there are a certain percentage of, of listeners that are new, not our, 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 the people that have stuck with us, they benefit. And I put this out to the patrons a couple days ago, our, our patron subscribers. And I said, hey, I'm thinking of changing my mentality on, on how we approach uh, presenting the show to new people, kind of. And what do you think about the fact that we balance the mental illness and the kinky? Cause we talk a lot about mental illness. We talk a lot about things that aren't directly kink related, but they're kind of self-help psychological mental health kind of things. And everyone came back with the same thing. They said, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the balance. I'm here. I love the kinky, but I also relate to the fact that you guys are working through things in your life. And and bringing it to us so we can all kind of, you know, do this together. It made me realize that the only thing that was that needs to be different is kind of how I present the show to the new person, because not all new people, new people, maybe on, you know, wherever they find our show because they can't find it anywhere. But let's just say they could find it online or they get a referral or, or they see it on FetLife or something like that. And they come to the show, they're expecting kinky show, kinky sex, BDSM, power exchange relationship. And so if they don't hear that right away, then they may go, oh, this isn't real. What the fuck is this? And then they'll just turn it off because that's just a normal thing that there's a percentage of people that will not stick with you because they came for a specific thing and you advertised a specific thing. So therefore... You know, they didn't get what they were looking for, so they didn't they didn't stick with it. They didn't wait for the magic, Kathy. Right. 
They didn't wait for that shot of oxytocin that every perverted podcast listener gets when they spend a little time and let the baby juice permeate their soul until they're finally madly in love with us. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to make some sort of, yeah, exaggerated, you know, mm-hmm. that was, you actually believe that though. I, okay. I actually <laughs> See, this is what happens when you spring stuff on me and don't tell me ahead of time what we're going to be talking about. No, I was just being sarcasm. I was being sarcasm about how much people love us, and I was ready for you to go, oh, yeah. And you're just like, yes, it's true. It's true. It's true. They do absolutely. Why would they be listening if they didn't? Kathy, your confidence level today is literally <laughs> off the charts. It's a, I just don't even know who I'm dealing with I anymore. I should have turkey more can often. I, can, Jesus Christ, can you bring me some of that? Fucking, It'll be like fucking magic Del Taco turkey. yesterday. Oh, no. What, how many places are there out there that serve a turkey dinner? You should have gone somewhere. None. None. There's none. Everything was closed. Pandemic. I sat in a parking lot oh all day. Uh, but the Del Taco was good. I do like them chicken soft tacos. Not not. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's pretty damn good. They are. Pretty damn good. So going forward, I kind of wanted to change some of the wordings of how we present the show on the website and things like that to include the word kinky sex and mental health. Right. All right. So that way when people see, so we're not changing anything, but what's going to change in me is the fact that I don't have that constant in my head telling me to not spend so much time on the mental illness stuff. Yes, because I do remember that a couple of months ago we had a conversation where you said we got to do more kink, more sexy, kinky stuff is what people tune in for. Maybe we shouldn't do so much of the serious stuff. And we talked about that. Um, and I'm kind of glad to hear this because I, I, I've i said for a while and often and believe it that people if they were looking for wall-to-wall, sexy, kinky, they probably wouldn't be listening to our show. They're they're already here because they it whatever it is you and I discuss has value in their lives. So I agree. Yeah. So and and that being said, I am also bringing back more of the kinky stuff. Yay! Kinky is good. So we're gonna do daddy story time in a little bit, and then uh, and then I have some other things. Ask a host is coming up. It's just that balance and really that mentality that I think we have more more to offer sometimes than I give us credit for. And who knows? Maybe the fact that we promote ourselves as a mental health kinky sex allows us into other genres that we haven't been in and maybe that can bring in more people who are looking for an interesting way to talk about mental their own mental health drunk ass fucking suck hey baby i want to dick my face on your tits you wanna stay on guard when you're out in the club okay kathy Uh now then I know I might have overstepped my bounds a little bit here um, to nudge. I'm going to nudge, Kathy, okay. that um, I know that Daddy Storytime was like your thing. The, you know, the listeners came up with ideas and then you wrote the thing. But I know that also you've become kind of lazy oh my God. in your 
your little 50 hour a week career job thing <laughs> and all the sucking creative explorers dick and being a naked turkey on his floor and family things and cooking and whatever you've turned kind of into a lazy slob haven't you I am. not really not really coming up with the story so i hope you don't mind that i went ahead and wrote daddy's story time this time so maybe you could get your shite together and start writing those again, maybe? Ah, uh, your cynicism is uh, overwhelming, but yes. But I don't want to push. No, of course not. I don't want to push. You don't want to Because push. why not add it to my list of things to do? Wow. A little heavy dose of sarcasm with the cynicism there. But I will say it was cool that you you got you and Enigma on your own initiative. Well, I pushed a little. Um, did the featured orgasm, so you are doing your extracurricular things. Oh, I my head is spinning. I don't know where to where to go. In, in the same uh, argument here, you've given me compliments and called me a lazy slob. I, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> Just roll with okay. it. Just roll with it, giblets. My giblets are flapping. Can you, give the, can you do the little intro? Didn't you used to do a little intro thing for this thing? I did. You ready? So we, yes. Okay. Let us let us get in our mood for some. That our listeners, everything was three. Everything they suggested was three. I'm like, can you guys suggest some nursery rhymes? And they're all three bears, three little pigs, three Billy Groats gruff. And I'm like, what the fuck is up with threes and nursery rhymes? That's funny three billy goats gruff and turned it into like three billy goats slut or something like that so could you cool. do the intro please I so we will. can get on with our lives ah, stop and you can get back then. to your busy busy world <laughs> oh my god daddy reads stories little girls love them then they get sleepy that's when he fucks them and now it's time for daddy's story time where everybody's over 18 because none of us want to go to jail Three lovely ladies, all called slut, took a trip to the dungeon to get spanked on their butts. To get to the club, a tunnel had to be passed. It was dark and trashy, with broken glass. The first ventured through and tripped over a bum, who screamed, Before you pass through, I'm a-getting me some. The slut protested, You don't want me! The girl coming soon has tits 38 double D. The bum rubbed his chin and pondered the better slut to come. Well, I'll fuck those big titties then. Go on, little slut, run. The second slut came along and was stopped by the bum, who screamed, Big titty sluts don't pass until I get me some. You don't want me, the second slut gasped. The slut behind me loves to get fucked in her ass. The bum's eyes went wide because butt fucking is divine. Move along, slut two, cause slut three's ass will be mine. Not 30 seconds later, a brick house in high heels marched right up to the bum and had no time for deals. She was six foot two and built like a truck and said, Little man, is this the ass you want to fuck? She swiveled to reveal an ass like a mountain. Just the sight made the bum almost come like a fountain. 
In a matter of seconds, he dropped his pants and buried his cock in that Amazon's ass. Elation like trumpets from angels on high felt so good, the bum almost cried. But before he could nut, she said, boy, listen up. Before you pass, you gotta pay this slut. And with one mighty flick, she shook her ass and broke his dick, and that high-heeled hoof met his face with a kick. Then she squatted over him and mounted his mouth and barked, Boy, lick my cunt and you do it now. While he whimpered in pain, he licked her until she came, and then she got up and she walked away. Trolls don't get laid, we fuck respectful men. Mind your manners, boy, and when we come back, maybe we'll try again. Chance to catch us off guard Or try to embarrass us We don't care Throw in a personal question And we'll give you an answer On Ask a Host Alright, well, Poppin' Off And I just love that name so much Isn't that a character? It's like a Smurf name It is I think it, I know, it's probably I'm sure he'll be like, haven't we talked about this like 800 times? (laughs) We forget because that's the kind of hosts we are. It sounds like the Pillsbury Doughboy kind of nickname, popping up. Popping up and I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, he is he just don't say his name anymore, Kathy, because I have to edit out every P that you pop into your microphone. What? God damn it. <laughs> All right. He, is he the only one who wrote to us, by the way, with this? Or did other people? No, we have, we have some more, but he oh, had a couple. And so I figured we just handled the Papa Noth one. Okay. So uh, the first one is actually for you, where he says, what is the most what the fuck kinky experience you've experienced this year? And how does it compare to the what the fuck kinky experience you've had in years prior? <laughs> And also on a scale of one to chocolate pudding, how would you rate it? <laughs> one to chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding being the one highest. To chocolate pudding. <laughs> so I guess chocolate pudding is the highest. So we know where Papa Knopf's fucking stoner mind has gone. Of course. <laughs> chocolate pudding. I don't pudding. know if he smokes weed. I know if he smokes weed, but I could just picture someone being like, you know, on a scale of one to uh, ten being chocolate pudding. <laughs> oh my God. Now I'm totally lusting. Uh-huh. For, oh man, there's some good chocolate pudding out there. What's the? There's one brand. Oh my god, that's like super good. Country Dunk something. Cozy or, Shack. Cozy Shack. Uh, yeah, Cozy it. Shack's pretty damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Papa. Okay, what's of a Cozy Shack? <laughs> like want some chocolate pudding now? Fuck you, Papa. Off. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? Don't you know I'm malnourished for? For chocolate pudding. Don't be introducing okay. chocolate pudding into a discussion with two people who are addicted to eating you, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you want us to finish a show? <laughs> We're not. We're, this is now the, the chocolate pudding segment. <laughs> On a scale of one to sugar-free jello. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. I like sugar-free Jello. The sugar-free strawberry it's and banana disgusting. is my clit just shriveled very... up back into my body. <laughs> Them giblets are gone. No more flapping of the giblets. This is all okay. Papa Knopf's fault. I want you to know this. This is. 
this is. We can't even do the goddamn show. Okay. On a scale of one to sugar-free jello or chocolate pudding, whatever, this week, I'm going to say this year, not a lot of activity. So I'm thinking either belly shaking, emotional sadism, uh, laughter, because it is a what the fuck moment mm-hmm. when she's tormenting me and then all of a sudden, and it is a kink. I think it's a kink with her. I don't know if you would call that bottoming on my part, uh, <laughs> but it was definitely what the fuck when she's like laughing maniacally and then crying. I'm going to say that, you know, uh, about, I'm going to give it a good four or five on the kink level, um, you know, because there was a, you know, a mouth rapey blow job in there too. So it definitely qualifies. Mm-hmm. Um, but compared to things of the past, oh, no, 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 no. Sprinkling sprinkling my uh, lovely dead friend's ashes on my dick and fucking a girl with it, that's definitely up in chocolate pudding. Oh, my God. You know, that's, that's definitely. Which I don't think those two go together, by the way. I don't think. I mean, I would. I, love, I loved him. He was a, he was a great guy. I, I might sprinkle his his ashes on chocolate pudding. No. Oh, that's a great fucked no, up idea, isn't buddy, it? No. Yes. Because no. you wouldn't taste it. Ugh. It's mixed in the pudding. That is so disgusting. I can't even believe you. I think you need to free your mind, Kathy. I need to free my mind. You need to close up your mind if that's what's coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> All right, that's that's my that's my answer. What do you ask you? He said, Kathy, if you could peg any celebrity, who would it be and how would you negotiate consent to use the orange sparkly dildo? First off, popping off. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> yes, you Just are. remember that. Yes, you are. No, I am not. <laughs> not even on this list. Don't even try. You know you're dealing with a fan if he remembers the orange sparkly dildo from how many years ago? <laughs> I still have that thing, by the it was way. A couple. Yeah. It was a couple. Well, I'm going to tell you the celebrity I chose, and it's not for the reason you think. I will explain. The celebrity I chose is fucking George Clooney. <laughs> okay. And this the, can't be good. It's not good because he pisses me off. And I think you have to be pissed off at anyone you're going to peg because he's such a fucking little shit with his ear. I'm the highest paid male actor in the industry and I have millions and millions of dollars and I'm good looking and everywhere I go people open doors for me and that's not enough I'm gonna start a tequila company and make millions and millions more and have my face on the side of trucks as you can see how cool I am when you're driving down the freeway motherfucker you just need to fucked up the ass with a dildo because nobody deserves that much success in their lives and consent for the orange sparkly dildo fuck consent that orange sparkly dildo is too small that motherfucker would go in his mouth to gag him no consent you're just gonna get up the ass you stupid asshole there <laughs> right after Kathy, i'm sensing some strong feelings against george good old george clooney you know what after the phone call from Neil deGrasse Tyson asking me to come in and join his brain trust, I will get a call from George Clooney's lawyer going, stay the fuck away from my client. That's not the call you're going to get, Kathy. You're going to get a call from his lawyer going, Mr. Clooney would like to meet you in private, say, Saturday evening around 1 a.m. in the morning. 
here are directions. We will send a car for you. Um, you're going to sign this waiver, though. It's called a uh, non-disclosure waiver. And uh, if you speak of the punishment to George Clooney's ass, then we will sue you for everything you don't have. Exactly. Which is such... Like the wrong, you are the wrong person <laughs> to make that threat to because only, what lawyer threatens to sue somebody with no money? Like, really, that's just, that's the oldest lawyer joke in the world. That's true. But uh, well, he gets it. I you know, it just, the... it pisses me off. I mean, every time I think about him uh, making shit ton of money for acting because of the way he looks. And yeah, he's an okay actor. And then he goes off and he starts his business and apparently has gone through the fucking roof. I'm driving down the freeway. And there his motherfucking face is. He's driving a picture of him riding a motorcycle, all smiley. Just I'm just the king of the world on the side of a truck as it delivers his expensive tequila to different distributors. I'm just like, you deserve to die, and I hate you. So there. Kathy, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you have your hates <laughs> and your George Clooney ass rape fantasies <laughs> because it was goddamn funny. It was one of the funniest rants you've ever went on. Hey, it was... I, I've won. I wanted to do a sexy one. We're like, yeah, I could pick some, some like Gerard Butler or some other people that I find sexy. No, no, no. Fucking George Clooney kept coming back into my head. I, I, that guy just, I needed to fuck him in the ass. So, all right, I'm done. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> he had another question popping off for both of us together. You want to hear that one? Okay. He says, what button do you get after your sixth listen through? And he says, warnings for anyone who attempts this, the moment you start hearing Boogie comment on things in your head is the moment you need to take a break. Six times? You've listened to all the episodes six times? I'll, I'll tell I you. I know what, what button. Yeah, the, I know the button. Okay. <laughs> that's the one, that's the button that the therapist pushes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Where the little dudes come in the white. Are you with me on this? <laughs> you press the button that's under your desk so that the guy, the person, patient standing in front of you doesn't see it. And all of a sudden, two people yeah. bust through the door in white outfits. They bust in and then. <laughs> And all of a sudden they go, do you like bondage? Because here's a straight jacket. <laughs> and here's a cookie. It's a special cookie. It has Thorzine dripping from the cookie. A dripping Thorzine cookie to dip in your chocolate pudding with <laughs> my friend's ashes. That's, we have to. I will craft that button and send it to him. You know what? I have to pause right now because Creative Explorer just walked into the room naked with a heart on and poked me in the arm with it. <laughs> Oh, are you going to take a break and suck his dick? Nah, hell no. There's no dick sucking break here. I got to finish the show. No, 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 no. We'll make some music. So, Kathy, you're back. What did you do to his dick? Did you do anything or? Oh, it was a humiliating, absolutely horrible experience. Uh, He just fucked my face and uh, then threw me on the floor and said, I'm done with you, bitch. And we were done. It was horrible. You're lying, aren't you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're totally lying. That did not happen in the last four seconds. (laughs) Of time. That's what I would want to happen. That's the fantasy in my head. (laughs) Well, then let's end a show so you can get to your goddamn erection. (laughs) Thank 
Thanks for joining us on show 287, everybody. Talk to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or betlife.com forward slash pervertedpodcast because we love hearing from you guys. And as always, if you think the Church of Cock gives value to your lives, consider supporting the show with as little as $5 a month to the Holy Coffers. Visit us on patreon.com forward slash pervertedpodcast. Kathy, it has been an exciting show to see your enthusiasm and your brilliance shine brightly. <laughs> bright shining. Shining bright, Kathy. Your hilarity is intoxicating and inspiring. A fantastic show. And once again, just to, to wrap up with our glorious listeners, adapting to change is really the only way you can go because the universe is moving. It's changing. Biology is changing. No matter how hard we try, Kathy, we cannot will our lives to stay exactly the same. We have to adapt and we have to come up to the surface and find the equipment to put on so we can go back down and enjoy this amazing exploration of Atlantis. We will see you guys next week. Woohoo! Dick in your dick, spurt, spurt, that ought to do it, making babies, meh, ain't nothing to it. Come back in nine months and take all the credit, give the kid a fucking name and then fucking forget it. Deadbeat dad, you never feel bad, your baby's growing up all fucked up and mad. You think you're a man, but you ain't nothing but a punk, gonna tie you down and let a camel kick you in the junk. Please explain your logic, because it fascinates me how you think being a worthless piece of shit somehow increases your masculinity. You're bragging to all your friends, but nobody's impressed, because if you neglect your kids, you're not a man, you're just a little fucking bitch. Deadbeat dad, you never feel bad. Your baby's growing up all fucked up and mad. You think you're a man, but you ain't nothing but a punk. Gonna tie you down and let an astronaut fall from space. And kick you in the jaw. Society, because the kids you leave are now our mess. Much distress if you did this because your dad did this to you. Then you're a double douche because you knew how it felt, but you did it anyway. You suck. So old ladies, listen up, because these fucking guys exist. Just because someone tells you they love you doesn't mean they're going to raise the kids. If you want to ride the cock, you got to take some responsibility. Be more selective who you breed with or only fuck guys who've had vasectomies. Like me. <laughs> it's true. I just wrote this song so I could get laid. <laughs> oh, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. No, no, you shouldn't have. Ugh. Deadbeat dad, you never feel bad Your baby's growing up all fucked up and mad You think you're a man, but you ain't nothing but a punk Gonna tie you down and let a women's rugby team Rugby team
kick you in the junk. Deadbeat dad, you never feel bad. Grow the fuck up. I will butt fuck your mouth with my wiener. I just felt like saying that.